stories, scripts, and conversations with creators. This is the Brave Maker Podcast. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to the Brave Maker Show. We're doing a double feature today. My name is Tony Gapasone. I'm the co-founder of Brave Maker. My pronouns are he, him, his, and I'm grateful to be here today. I'm a writer, director, and actor, and I love telling stories and partnering with other brave storytellers to elevate their work for justice, diversity, and inclusion. I'm always with my co-host and co-creator and banter, Christina Jackson. Welcome, Christina. Thank you, Tony. Uh, yeah, I was hearing you twice and I still had on the YouTube uh, video running. So yes, thank you for having me. It's good to be back for this special uh, panel discussion with some phenomenal filmmakers. So if you're watching live, uh, you might have just stumbled upon us on Facebook or YouTube. We are partnering with the Redwood City Public Library for a special presentation of a documentary today. It was on our platform, on our bravemaker.com website through Eventive. We were so excited to be able to host this discussion, this very important discussion. And I want to bring our sponsor on. Her name is Fiona, and she's from the Redwood City Public Library. So Fiona, thank you for bringing our work to us today. Yes, thank you so much for having me and welcome everyone who's watching live or at a later time. Um, my name is Fiona Potter. I am a librarian from the Redwood City Public Library. My pronouns are she, her, and hers. And I thank you so much for being a part of this evening's celebration of the documentary Their Activists, They, Them, Theirs. Um, I first met Dana Johnson um, in 2019 through the San Mateo County's Transgender Day of Remembrance program, and our paths have crossed throughout the years and I've always been so impressed by their activism and their deep compassion for the community. And it's just an honor for the library to host this film created by Dana and Dr. Khalid White. And I also am so appreciative to Brave Maker for hosting this event, for helping us with all the um, technical things that go on with a Zoom screening during a pandemic and, and making this possible. Um, this is the premiere of the film and we really wanted to give it a, a great send off. Um, and a quick note on logistics, if you had signed up to watch this event through the library and you haven't had a chance to view the film, there's still time. Um, you can check your email for the instructions or you can reach out to me. And finally, I'd like to thank um, the Friends of the Redwood City Public Library for supporting this event and other library programs. And um, thank you so much again to Dana and Khalid for creating this amazing film that I hope you all enjoyed watching. And now I believe I'm going to pass it over to Dana for a land acknowledgement. Welcome filmmaker Dana Johnson to the podcast as well as Dr. Khalid White. Dana, we'll pass it to you. Thank you so much for starting us out. Thank you so much uh, for having me in this space. Uh, thank you for all that joined us to see the Third of His Day, Them Theirs film. Um, hoping you really liked it. Uh, we put a lot of heart and passion into it. Uh, thank you to our sponsor, uh, Redwood City Public Library and Friends of Redwood City Library. And also want to thank for the collaborating partners that we have here with Brave Maker for uh their work that they've done as well to bring this to you. Um, so at this point, again, I'm Dana Theraktivist Johnson. I use pronouns of they, them, theirs. And uh, before we start to get into our discussion, I do want to uh, give respect to our ancestors and uh, I want to do a land acknowledgement. 
So we want to acknowledge that we gather in San Mateo County on the traditional land of the Ohlone peoples, past and present, and honor with gratitude the land itself and the people who have stewarded it throughout the generations. We honor and respect the Ohlone peoples, long history here that reaches beyond European colonization. We honor and respect the indigenous peoples who lived and continue to live upon this territory and whose practices and spiritualities are tied to the land and its other inhabitants today. Thank you for adhering to our land acknowledgement. I guess I can go ahead and now pass this on over uh, to Tony as we continue. Well, we are so grateful for you and that acknowledgement. I am I'm also, just as a, as a personal note, that's the first time that we've done that on the show, and it's very convicting yeah. that we need to continue to do that. So thank you for representing you. our Indigenous Beautiful. people in that way. And I want to say a hello to all our live viewers here with us live. I want to welcome you to post your comments in the below in the chat already. My friend Matt Nightingale says yay to Fiona. So thanks to Fiona for sponsoring this. We'll talk about Matt later on. But others of you who have questions for Dana or for Khalid, we're inviting you, please chat, say where you're, you're watching from, any comments you have for them about the, the story that they shared, please do. I'm going to pass it to Christina because she always loves to start with a particular question. Yeah, we're going to jump in and I pose this question to both of you, Dana and Khalid. So I, I love storytelling. I believe brave stories change the world. You guys have told an incredibly brave story, Dana, especially you have told some very personal stories to really help elevate an issue and shine some light on a situation that is going to really embolden all of our environment and society. So the question is origin stories. So how did you become filmmakers? You're both social justice warriors. Where were you born and raised and how did you get into filmmaking? And I'll throw the question to uh, Dr. Khalid first. Um, how did I get involved? Well, I was raised firstly in Fremont, California, and um, still live, you know, in the area. And I really, I think, to be honest with you, how I got involved with filmmaking was from a love of storytelling, just in myself. I started off really as doing writing. And um, one thing led to the next, and I wanted to be able to tell stories in kind of a, a multidisciplinary way or a multimedia way. So not just telling stories through writing, written books and stories and, and poems and things of that sort, but also um, through visual storytelling, which is film. And, you know, um, lo and behold, my dad also made independent films. So it might even be genetic. You know, it might be um, in my blood and in my DNA, but really just enthralled with storytelling. So I wanted to just... Um, not only with the Theractivist, but with other opportunities that I've had to tell stories, really try to shine light on um, stories that are not being told, you know? And I felt like Dana's story was indicative and representative of larger groups of people whose stories didn't have a chance to be shared. And so I'm just um, thankful to be able to be a small player in this, um, have a small piece to do, you know, in, in this um their activist day, them theirs, film and story. So uh, I guess I can just go ahead and take it over. Um, so storytelling to me, you know, it's it's I tell my story to try to uh, 
I guess, empower other people that I can tell, you know, I have a, a, a way of understanding and feeling for people um, that may be going through some things. Um, and I kind of felt like everything that I have went, went through is, is a testimony to others that, you know, we can go through all these things, um, but, but we can grow from this and um, we can even expand and, and, and be better at, at what we do and motivate others that they can do that as well. And so I tell this story to people and I was like, well, you know, sure. Why not put it in a film? You know, there's, there's others that may want to actually, you know, hear this. There's others that may, you know, need this. And so, uh, me and Kylie, uh, we're, we've been friends for about 15 years now and we've had a lot of conversations about um, my story. And I guess Khalid kindly was like, you know, Dana, you, you need to share this. And, and being a good friend and an ally um, that he is, I was like, Khalid, I don't think people really, but, you know, he really motivated me to to say, okay, and I'm going to get vulnerable and I'm going to like help others because those that I talk to, it's, it's amazing that I'm able to, but I want to expand my help and expand the things that I can do to empower on a bigger like level. And so here it is, you know, they're activists. This is my first film. So it, it touched a lot because it's, it's about me too. So. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah, congrats. Making a film is yeah. not an easy thing to do, especially when it's personal and vulnerable. So thank you for, mm-hmm. for sharing it. And as somebody who is been on a journey to understand how I might be a better uh, ally and elevator of such journeys. I thank you for it because you helped put some more new language. I love all the little resources that you put in the short with uh, how to talk about gender and sexuality. Uh, I want to back up and I, I guess ask you as well as give a on behalf of harm that was done to you by spiritual communities uh, as a person of faith who is involved with the local church and has been a part of the Christian expression of spirituality. It really pained me to see that a part. I mean, that the details that you shared, you are not alone in that, but that specific experience you had, it was just horrible. And I, you know, you talk about it, in such clear pictures, I could almost see it as a movie in my head. And the, the hard part is that it wasn't, wasn't a movie, it was your real life. So on behalf of people of faith in churches, I mean, I'm one person, but I am so sorry that you were treated like that. I'm sorry to the LGBTQ plus community who have experienced oppression and harm and evil at the hands of people who claim to be people of God. It just it's wrong and it's not right. And uh, I want to be someone who writes it and corrects it, but please hear that. I hope you can receive that from me. Uh, And also my friend, Matt Nightingale, who's on this right now is uh, someone who's experienced that to a degree as well. And so I want to encourage you that you are not alone as a person of faith who wants to explore their sexuality and gender and be honest and forthright and accept who God has made you to be in all of its beautiful complexity and wonder. So that's a lot I just shared, but please feel free to comment on that. And again, thank you for sharing that part of your story. Uh, Thank you, Tony, for your words. Um, I appreciate that and for the support that you're showing and also sharing your vulnerability, you know, and and coming off and telling people about, you know, the stories that you went through. Uh, 
that um you know that that was a very very traumatizing um i think seven years mm-hmm. uh being in that space in that church um kind of like you was i was growing up in this church um and you know it it was as if in being in Pentecostal it was like you know you're condemned so like if you say that you are in the LGBTQ community, they're they're immediately telling you you're going directly to hell, and um, you know it, they need to get this this like evil demonic spirit out of you um, so that you don't go to hell. And um, it was a lot of struggles <laughs> um, going there. Um, as I shared, I didn't even get to actually embrace pride until 18 when I was gone from there. Um, it was a very structural type of a space, um, being Pentecostal and, uh, you know, uh, I just had to uplift myself. I have some friends and some people that I work with that are, um, spiritual beings as well, but that are very open, um, to, um, sexual orientation, gender identity. So, uh, we've had a lot of conversations, like a little, what you would call a Bible study, mm-hmm. and they've shared, you know, there was LGBTQ people um, that were back in the days when Jesus was, mm-hmm. you know. So I think empowering me there, uh, I don't have a church home. Um, I actually, unfortunately, sometimes I've noticed I try to go into a church home, um, the, 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 the pubes, the music, the altar, uh, is triggering. And so I have to like leave. Um, but I'm just continuing trying to build my faith, um, you know, with, with God, um, you know, God knows everything. So I think God knows where my heart is and, you know, my mind, but yeah, I, I can't sit in a church building. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that is the, the the trauma that you have endured in so many LGBT people. It's mm-hmm. it's awful and not right. And Christina and I have had many chats about this too. And I love that we're seeking to write it. And this story that you're telling is just part of that. It's part. It's yeah. writing it. And we're hoping people see this, share it, talk about it. Uh, if you're on the live right now, please do talk about it. Please do comment. My friend Matt is on here saying, "Yes, you have to take care of yourself. Religious trauma is real." And uh, I will post, you know, he has an organization called Common Sanctuary that helps to bridge conversations between sexuality and spirituality. So I know Matt would welcome a conversation with you, Dana, to talk through this, that, that the work that is happening in the Bay Area beyond is so necessary. And your story is a part of that. So thank you so much for sharing. Thank you. And hello there, Matt. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for all the work you're doing. Yeah. Hi, Matt. I miss you. Can't wait to come back and do another show with you. And, you know, I also experienced some uh, homophobia in a church setting, and it can be very traumatic. Dana, if you could talk a little bit about how you've over- overcome that trauma, how you found peace within yourself, and even joy to be celebrating who you are now and empowering others. That takes so much, not only to heal for yourself, but to then go out and spread that love and joy to others as you've done with this documentary. Can you talk a little bit about your journey back to wellness? Uh, number one thing is uh, self-care is the best care. Um, and so I really had to um, find out, you know, 
what self-care works for me, um, you know, when things are are a little toxic around me. Um, I also mm-hmm. had to seek and um, work with a therapist, which I highly um, thumbs up recommend. That was another trigger for me because in the church you're taught, you talk to the pastor, you don't need a therapist. That's the only uh, confident that you need. Um, and so now I'm not in the church, <laughs> but I need some help. And mm-hmm. so uh, I, I ended up uh, going to a therapist, had couple very good therapists um, was also trying to share with me the importance of self-care uh, and and I and I noticed that for me my self-care looks like one the therapy uh, prayer um, but also um, I love going on walks I love going hiking and it has to be water by me while I'm doing these walks <laughs> because it's as if I'm taking all the negativity and the toxicness while I'm walking and I'm kind of dumping it in the, the water mm. um, and then I'm getting the energy to like get, build myself back up mm. um, and yeah it, it works it mm-hmm. works I, I recommend self-care um, I think that's the best thing um, my diet changed um, so I, I now have like a pescatarian diet and I think that that has helped as well uh, with the self-care and then good, good support system was number one, of course, mm-hmm. um, community, but my family and uh, my close friends and loved ones like Khalid. So mm-hmm. all that wrapped up and here we go. I love it. Beautiful. So speaking of loved ones and Khalid, can you talk about in the film, you talk about intersectionality and you're laying out really specific parameters mm-hmm. and language for us to know how to talk about this. So, you know, Khalid, maybe you can share a little bit too about your understanding, how you have grown and what you know your hope is as people watch this, the education that is happening there's going to be resistance. There's going to be a little bit of like, oh, not like another thing we have to do. And sometimes we we talk about these ideas and people push back a little bit. But underneath it all, there's really just a, it is a self-care. It's like, I'm, I'm hearing you say, these are my boundaries. These are who I am. And I would really love for you to call me with these pronouns because this is how I see myself. And that's a part of being whole and healthy. Unless you're being, you know, threatened with a gun, then who cares what you call me, right? <laughs> like, like you said, Dana, I love that part. Uh, but Kali, can you comment on that as, you know, as a, as a person who's on the other side of the, the camera on this, how this has impacted you, how Dana's work has helped you to understand gender and sexuality? Yeah, um, you know, just being friends with Dana, working with Dana in this capacity has helped um, just keep me um, really more reminded of these ideas of using the correct pronouns not mispro not mispronouning somebody mm-hmm. um and then just you know being mindful that really we're um we are conditioned i should say um socialized to be in a binary mind frame um male female black or white republican or democrat you know that type of thing right we operate kind of socially in these binaries and so working with dana and then even prior to this work with dana you know, I work as an educator and I have so many now young people, students who are non-binary, who are transgender, who have really just, firstly, they were the first to kind of put it on my mind, you know, and, and put it on my radar as to 
the word non-binary. And we, you know, me and Dana and I wrote um, the Fair Activist book, and I kind of talk about that in the book as well. It's like, you know, working with these young people um, as a cisgender male, you know, I, I really didn't understand and hadn't had a good grasp on this idea of transgender, non-binary. You know, I knew what gay or lesbian was, but beyond that, I'm not really sure. You know, I wasn't really sure. So working with young people, now working with Dana in this capacity has really opened up my eyes. And so as the society changes, as the world changes, as you know, we go from 2021 to 22, so forth and so on, we have to continue to update our knowledge base. And so this has really, for me, um, helped to update my knowledge base and helped me to kind of stay on track in terms of being supportive and being an ally and being somebody that... Um, people of all gender orientations could can talk to and can interact with. It's just, you know, part of it too is, is wanting to learn it. Got to have a desire to learn it, you know? So um, in a nutshell, I have a desire. I work with young people who keep me updated. I'm working with Dana who also keeps me updated. It's like updating your phone. You got to do it every so often. So you, you need people in your life who can help you process these really meaningful life questions. Uh, people, if you're watching live, you should be able to comment or question uh, right underneath the video on YouTube or Facebook if you're watching. So please feel free to put your comments in there and we'll pull them up if you have any questions. The film is so beautifully educational, even for myself. I, I learned so much watching it. Tell me about your process, how you wanted to convey the information, because you guys are conveying really life or death information uh, that needs to be widespread. People need to know what's going on in these communities. What was your approach for really sharing this message in such a powerful way? Um, so, you know, I think, honestly, I kind of just thought of it as just having a talk, um, me and Kali just talking, and we just kind of um, talking about life and different things that's going on, you know, in our society right now. Um, and then from there, it was like, you know, let's start to formalize this and edit this and, and take different pieces of that. Um and then that happened. And then, you know, uh, I, I like taking pictures and I like uh, videos. Um, and so all that footage came from things that I've had for years and years. And, you know, my editor was very, very good um, and was able to kind of put in together the story that um, I was trying to share and that me and Khalid was discussing and, you know, was able to put that into the space as it's in. So, um, I mean, I don't know, Khalid, if you have anything that I might have left out, but I kind of, you know, we, it was just like it's, it was a talk, you know, like like here. And, you know, then we went and dissected it down into different pieces from there. Yeah. Um, just to piggyback off of that, for me, you know, since I'm the one behind the camera, uh, well, I didn't do the film, the camera itself, but I'm the one asking the questions. I just, you know, I, I had to make sure that the questions were things that could um, create some dialogue and some discussion. You know, the fact that Dana and I have been friends for a while, it makes the conversation easier to have. It makes the uh, question asking easier to do. And so, you know, um, I wanted to get some good qualitative questions that, 
people like myself, again, learning to be an ally, uh, what they, is considered a cisgender male, you know, somebody who, um, you know, could, could really use an update on what's going on in the LGBTQ plus community and space. I asked some questions that I felt like cisgender people would want to know, you know, in addition, mm -hmm. Dana's story is very compelling and I, you know, I mm -hmm. knew, knew that. So just trying to find ways to really uh, evoke the dialogue and bring that um, discussion out and bring out the vulnerabilities, bring out the highs and lows and, and, you know, really being, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Really being, um, strategic, I guess, in, in mm -hmm. the questions that I want to ask Dana to get this information out. And Speaking Dana, of, oh, sorry, yeah. real quick to interrupt. Speaking of questions, yeah. I'm getting word that the chat for some reason is disabled on YouTube. I guess it's available on Facebook. So I'm trying to problem solve that. I don't know why mm -hmm. it is disabled on uh, YouTube. So stand by, but go ahead, Christina. Th thank you, Tony, because I'm mm -hmm. getting the same <laughs> messages. And so I appreciate we will so problem solve that stand by stand by okay well while, while tony problem solves that i wanted to jump in dana and khalid i really feel like the power of this film it lies in the friendship that you guys have formed over more than a decade because dana when you're speaking you do seem like you're in a very safe space you're very comfortable and you're talking about extremely difficult situations in a very transparent way and I definitely could see why you would have reservations sharing your story. It's such a vulnerable space to be in. Uh, can you talk about what were some of the reservations you had about sharing your story? How did you overcome them to sit across from Khalid and answer these questions for us? Well, uh, Christina, I think it helped, uh, as Khalid shared, that we were real good friends. Um, you know, and um, I, I, I enjoy talking, <laughs> especially um, with the <laughs> friends. Um and, you know, I kind of feel like Khalid is one of those real good, good friends to where, like, if I'm really having a, a hard day and the therapist isn't available or around, you know, um, that's like a catcher's mat that that's there that, you know, really is a good listener um, and, and just really supportive. And so it made it a lot easier um, to talk. Uh, I also kind of felt like, you know, I've been holding all these things in for so long and going to therapy and really trying to work through it. And then it, it was like it was like a light bulb, like, you know, it's time to let it out. You know, I, I, I've i done so much work on myself and, 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 and it was just like it's time to let it out. Um, uh, the the different things that was occurring um, in society to African American uh, people, uh, you know the the George Floyd, the Breonna Taylor, um, and then years before that, um, it, it was like this 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 needs to come out because this isn't going to stop. Um, and and it and it was Tony uh, McDade who, you know, was kind of it was he was murdered around the George Floyd uh, murder as well. And, and I would talk to people about that and, and no one kind of even knew about that. And so it, it made me feel even more like, you know, I'm glad that this, this came out, um, especially about the T-Door space, because it's, it's, you know, if you're not an ally um, or, or, 
I guess, kind of what you would say, woke um, in understanding mm-hmm. what's going on. So I, I really just wanted to embody that because I, I keep thinking about the the near death situation I had and I could have been on these altars. And so it just kind of made Khalid made that space comfortable and, and you know, the, the, the videographer made things to where I just was able to connect on a deeper level and just, you know, I funneled it all out. Beautiful. You were speaking for so many people when you were able to do that, just sit there and speak your truth in such a confident, empowering way. So this is absolutely a celebration. Uh, These are conversations that aren't being had. What are some things that you like to say to people watching and listening to help empower them to become allies, to speak up and share their stories and to start moving towards a, a healthy, a harmonious space in their own life. Um, allyship is very important, as you heard in my allyship scene. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I could speak over and over again about just getting equitable services and equality. Um, and and I think because I'm part of the community, I know there's a lot of people who are just like not not very open to hearing that it's like okay we're hearing Mm -hmm. this again but when an ally you know says these things and 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 i've just noticed people pay attention so you know understanding that your allyship is very powerful and Mm -hmm. important um to the lgbtqia community um you know we we can't do this alone (laughs) you know we can't fight these battles alone we need allies. We need mm-hmm. those other voices that can connect with others, you know, that that really are some coming from some real phobic, mm-hmm. harsh areas, mm-hmm. you know. And if an ally can be like, you know, that's not okay and can kind of speak on their level, you know, it's important. So, you know, even if it's something like if you hear someone uh, say the wrong pronoun for a person. Allyship can just look like, you know, actually their pronouns is they, them, theirs. You do, you know about pronouns, you know, something like that. Or, Mm -hmm. you know, when you're in cisgender spaces and they're, they're inviting you in saying, Hey, so this is my friend, Dana. Uh, they go by pronouns of they, them, theirs. Um, you know, and just just to remind y'all, my pronouns are for Khalid, he, him, his. So just mm-hmm. being that voice in in those cisgender, heteronormative, mm-hmm. binary spaces. That is so helpful for for oops for me because uh, I want to be that supporter and that partner in the LGBTQ community so that I can learn to speak on behalf uh, or not, not on behalf, but alongside with your needs. And um, I apologize to y'all on YouTube. I don't know. YouTube shut us out. I couldn't change the the chat for some reason, but people are finding their way to Facebook, which is great. Thank you, Tanya. Uh, and <laughs> I, I guess, I guess I'd also say we'll go a little bit longer. So if you want to go find it, find us on Facebook, the Brave Maker Org page. If you want to get your questions out there, or tweet at us at Brave Maker Org, I will. We'll go an extra ten or fifteen minutes to get some questions. So you got to be proactive. Okay. Sorry, YouTube. I don't know why they shut us out. It wouldn't let me change it. I went in the settings, and I don't know what the heck happened. So Tanya says, I'm, found the Facebook page. Congrats, congrats, Dana. How do you stay strong when you experience microaggressions, mm-hmm. like when people misgender you and 
purposefully don't use your correct pronouns? Mm-hmm. Um, I think I have, hi, Tanya. Thank you for joining us, by the way. Tanya is uh, the LGBTQ Commission um, Director. Awesome. Yeah, right so thank you for coming out, Tanya. Um, you know, I think the support system really helps there. Um, uh, the community, you know, sometimes I'm just there in community um, or I'm just hanging there with my family, uh, need to be my actual um, biological family or be chosen family. But sometimes I'm in these spaces and like family and friends don't even know how many things I'm going through. Um, but just being in those spaces helps. So like, um, I, with the pronouns things, I understand that they, them, their pronouns is like kind of new. So, um, I kind of, I kind of take it as I'm trying to educate people. Um, but it's like, it's a revolving educating door. <laughs> so, uh, I, I think that I've been mispronounced so much, to be honest with you, that I, it's, I just, it's, it, it's like, okay, you know, it, it's more of the part of if I'm educating you and then you come from a malice place, that's when it's like, whoa. But, um, you know, I think you've, ex- I've experienced it so much to where now it's just like, a, oh, they mispronounced me. Let me see if they're going to catch yourself. And then, you know, me saying, hey, you mispronounced me and seeing if they're going to take accountability for it. So um, you have to have a strong support system for all this work and that's probably what I would say with that. Thanks for the question, Tanya. Tony, you're muted. You're muted, Tony. Thank you. Thank you. I, I am in San Mateo County, just where you are, and you do work in San Mateo County with the LGBTQ Commission. Can you talk about that and your work there and how people might connect with you? And again, I'm checking the tweets. So if you want to get some questions and then I'm finding any in every way, make no excuse. If you've got questions for Dana or Khalid, we will get them to them. So tweet at us or find us on the Facebook page. But talk about your work and how people can connect with you and what you're doing. Um, so the LGBTQ Commission, we meet every second Tuesday of the month from 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. It is a, uh, it's open to the public. So, uh, you know, come on over, come hang out, uh, hear about what we're doing. Um, the LGBTQ Commission is an advisory uh, actual committee or board uh, for the Board of Supervisors. And so, you know, it's, it's, it's strong. You know, we... We want to hear feedback from the community um, so that we can advise board supervisors on making sure that things are inclusive um, and looking into that that diversity and inclusion um, type of like umbrella. Uh, also, um, Tony, just so you can know, I, I do uh, work with a health equity initiative named Pride Initiative. Um, and so it's like two different things there. Right. And that is, uh, that meets every second Wednesday of the month from four thirty to 6 PM. Um, so if people are interested in any of these, and I think I said LGBTQ commission is second Tuesday, excuse me, I meant first Tuesdays. So every first Tuesday of the month from six thirty to eight thirty is LGBTQ commission every second 
Wednesday of the month from 4.30 to 6 is Pride Initiative. And you can find that information on Facebook for LGBTQ Commission as well as uh, for the Pride Initiative. And thank you for these panhandles you're putting down there. Yeah. People are, I told him to go to Facebook too. So Great. we'll see. Mar- Marie says, thank you, Dana. I'm so happy to hear others starting conversations with you and apologizing for your experience in the church. Extremely heartbreaking. God loves you. Thank you, Marie. God mm-hmm. loves you too. Appreciate mm-hmm. your words and your support. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Christina, I'll toss it over to you for one last question and I'm going to continue Tisha says, Dana, your soul is absolutely beautiful. Please continue to share your stories. Christina, I will check the, the tweets and stuff one more time for questions, but you got the, the, the roundup here. You two are both educators, and I know you're very passionate about impacting youth. For young people and for people interacting with young people, what do you want to say about facing the trauma that we experience as part of the LGBTQ uh, community, what do you want to say to young people to empower, embolden them to go out, start celebrating their lives now, and to start seeking, you know, therapists and people outside of themselves who can assist in that journey? What do we want to say to them? Um, you are amazing. You are awesome the way you are. Um, this world is rough. This world mm-hmm. is. It's not fair in a lot of our areas to LGBTQ people, uh, but you are amazing. And just know that you have community leaders like me and others that's fighting the fight mm. for real fighting and not yes. giving off for that um, so that you can be your original self, so that you can be respected for who you are. Um, and we're going to keep fighting. I'm going to keep doing it until my last breath. Good. Guarantee you. Um, if you're looking for support, please seek out to uh, a LGBTQ Pride Center in your area. There's a lot of them out there. Um, in the Theractivist Day, Them There's book, I actually have resources of different uh, community centers that you can go to. So, um, you know, if you're interested, check that book out. Uh, their activists, they, them, theirs, and you can just see those different resources. But just know mm-hmm. uh, you have a leader here. You have leaders out there uh, like Christina and other people, and we are here for you. You are special. You are an amazing. You are unique, um, and you are powerful. Your voice matters. You matter, and we're going to continue to fight that power so you, you can continue to grow and, and be the amazing person that you are. Keep on. I love it. I love it. That was so beautiful. Yes. Khalid, Khalid, any final words from you? I don't know what I can say that's going to add to that, uh, what Dana just mentioned, but I would say just in particular for the young people, um, kind of piggybacking off of what Dana just mentioned, continue to keep being you because the young people are really the... um, the generation of inclusivity, you know, they are, they're, they're much more, um, you know, bringing, bringing um, everybody together, you know, young people are, are, are much more um, ahead of my generation and older than me, you know, so the young people are, are really making a change. So keep making a change, young people. I'm seeing, you know, everybody from as young as what's, what's Dwayne Wade's son or Dwayne Wade's child, daughter, excuse me. Uh, might be 10 or 11 at this point. You know, I'm talking about fifth or sixth grade, maybe. 
going up. The, mm-hmm. the, the, the change, the, the strength and the power of change is in the hands of young people. So don't underestimate yourselves and um, keep making these changes. Shout out to the allies, too. Yeah. Right Shout on. out to the allies. Right on. Uh, what a privilege to host this conversation. Thank you so much again to the Redwood City Public Library, to Fiona Potter for instigating that. We've been in this conversation for about two months organizing this, and it's been really, really fantastic. I hope that those of you who got to watch the film are inspired. And it, this is Dana's first film. Get out there and make something. You got a story to tell. Turn that camera on. Get some friends to help you edit it and, and pull that story out. Let nothing stop you from sharing your story. And I love that, too, that uh, people had to problem solve along the way this is a great example the two the, the comments aren't working get on facebook tweet i love it this is this is life you got to find a way to mm-hmm. make it happen and solve these problems and conquer these obstacles nothing will get in your way if that's the kind of attitude that you have so dana thank you so much for for sharing thank this you. is so good khalid so so wonderful please if you're watching right now uh, whether live or on the replay please go and follow these filmmakers and these activists. Go to their activists on Instagram or BLKM Power, uh, BLKMPWR on Instagram for Khalid. And share that you watched tonight. Share what you learned. Share an encouragement. This is what we need. This is the best part of social media that we can possibly do. Christine and I are super active on social media and we love uh, responding to you all and connecting. And obviously, Christina is in some awesome cosplay tonight. So Christina, do you want to quickly give that uh, what you're about tonight so people can know what's going on there and follow you in that? I do. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Tony. So I'm an actor and a comic book writer and uh, I've committed to being in costume until I publish my comic book. And today's mashup is uh, Miss America, unbossed, unbought, Miss Shirley Chisholm meets Superman. Uh, so that's the cosplay look for today. You can check it out over on my Instagram. You can reach out to me on Instagram if you're a young person or if you're a person in the community and you want to talk to someone, reach out to me. I, I'd love to chat. I'm available. And I champion everything that Dana said. We love you. We need you. Keep moving forward. There's people out here who love and support you and mm-hmm. want to see you celebrate who you are, your authentic self. And Dana, where can we get the book? Where can we get their activists, the book? Um, their activist Day Them Theirs is available on um, Amazon. Sorry for those that may be like, ah, but it is available <laughs> on Amazon. It's easy. Uh, we also have a local um, bookstore in San Mateo County named Reach and Teach Bookstore. A good friend of mine, Craig Weisner, is uh, the founder of that uh, bookstore. Um, and being the owner, has some of the books there too. So if you're kind of like, I don't know about Amazon, even though it's quick, it'll come very quick for you. You can also go to Reach and Teach Bookstore um, located in San Mateo um, and you can go ahead and grab you a book um, or Amazon. They're our activists, they, them, theirs. Just grab like the that book on Amazon, y'all. Come there on, support Dana. Don't, you know, we're not supporting Bezos, we're supporting Dana. We okay. Yeah. Uh, hey, huge yeah. shout out to all of you all who are in the comments. Uh, loved seeing the comments. Thank you, Alejandro, for being a part of his beautiful film. Alex said, Dana, you're absolutely amazing. Ah, Much Alex. love and support. Matt, thank you all. Followed you both. Jay, keep making changes. Thanks for the conversation. This film is uh, amazing. This film is awesome. And 
Amazon Marie. Thank you. All right. Uh, my name is Tony Gaffestone and it's a privilege to be with you. We're, you. we're with the uh, Brave Maker Show every Wednesday. Christine and I get to talk to brave filmmakers like this every Wednesday. We're a nonprofit, a 501c3 nonprofit, and all of our work is funded by generous people like you. So consider giving a donation today so that we can keep doing these, this work. You can even go to your phone and text the word Brave Maker to 44321 right from your phone. You give a donation donation. And those of you who did pay to watch the film tonight, the paid films, 50% of those proceeds go right back to the filmmakers. So we are trying to help filmmakers with their works. If you bought a pass tonight, thank you so much for doing that. Follow us at Brave Maker Film Fest and go to our website at bravemaker.com to sign up on our e-news. You'll never miss a film or a conversation like this. We send out emails just two times a week, two times a week, two times a month. That's too much. Two times a month, two times a month. Uh, check us out. We would love to see you. Christine and I are happy to do this work and we're so privileged that you all support us in doing it. So thank you, Khalid. Thank you, Dana. We you. are so proud of you and proud of your work. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. And I'm, I, I would be remiss if I didn't say that Fiona said you can borrow Dana's book from the Redwood City Public <laughs> Library. <laughs> awesome. Right on, Fiona. <laughs> Shout right out on to Fiona, community right there. Right <laughs> on, Fiona. And thank you, Fiona. Thank you, Redwood City Public Library. And thank you to my friends at Brave Maker. Appreciate it. You got it. it. You got it. Right on. Christine and I always end the show with this phrase. May you live it out. Brave stories change the world. And you are the story. Goodbye, everybody. Hang around, Khalid and Dana. I'll be right back. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook at BraveMaker.org. Like, subscribe, and share. To become a monthly donor, text the word BraveMaker to 44321 or go to BraveMaker.com slash donate. Thanks for tuning in.